Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we continue learning Hovos Halevavot, Duties of the Heart by Rabbi Baia Ibn Pakuda. And we're in, in chapter, in the chapter of the Gate of Repentance, Shar HaTeshuvah, of how a, a Jew has to do Teshuvah, how do we repent, what needs to be done in order for us to do Teshuvah. So, We've been talking uh, about this and uh, Rabbi Pakuda's style is to repeat and repeat and repeat things many times. Uh, sometimes it can become a little bit uh, repetitive, but in reality, we're people of habit and if we're not habituated to a certain situation, then it's very hard to change. So today he's gonna talk about five conditions, the conditions of the essentials of repentance, uh, and they're numerous, he says. There's many conditions that have to take place in order for a person to be able to do Teshuvah. And he's only gonna mention a few. He says he's gonna mention 20 of them. For each of the essentials of repentance, we will cite five conditions. Through this, each of the four essentials will be complete. So first he starts talking about the five conditions of remorse as follows. If you remember uh, the first condition for a person to be able to, to do Teshuvah, to, to return, to, re, to, to, do, to change, it is that he first has to feel bad about what he's doing. If a person is not remorseful for his actions, then there's nothing you can do. If a person doesn't feel uh, shame of what he's done, then in his head there's nothing wrong with him. And this is, in a way, I think, God forbid, this is like Hashem forgot him, really, because when we have a conscience and we still feel a remorse for doing something that is wrong, that is a very good sign. So first, uh, the penitent should fear the in imminence of the crea Creator's retribution for the sins he has committed. So in, to be able to understand the retributions for what we do, we have to learn Torah, because if we don't learn Torah, we, how are we going to know that there's a, a retribution for a certain thing that you do? Um, and actually, it's not that Hashem is punishing you for no reason. When a, if you look at your life, your life is consequences of your actions. This is what your life really, whatever's going on around you is cause and consequence, cause and consequence. And so Hashem has to talk to us in a certain way. He has to be able to show us what's wrong. And if we're suffering, it's because either there's something that needs to be changed or He's giving us cleansing. He's giving us the opportunity to clean anything bad that we have done. Because if we think we have only one life, then we're doomed, then, then it's horrible. But if a Jew knows that he, there's two lives, there's this world of the Olam Hazeh and the life of the world to come, the Olam Abba, then he understands that this whole world is a preparation for the world to come. So any suffering that he experiences in this world, he's not gonna take it in a horrible way. He's gonna take it in a way of, okay, this is an opportunity for me 
to grow. It's an opportunity for me to, 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 to redeem myself, to, to do teshuvah, to, to get closer to Hashem. And he's not going to see it in a way like why, why Hashem doesn't love me? Why is he doing this to me? You know, why do, do we have to go through so much suffering in our lives? So we see that the first thing for a person to be able to start feeling remorse is to understand that there's cause and consequence to his actions. And so he should be brokenhearted and humbled before God on account of his sins, as it says in, in Debrei Hayamim, it says, My people with whom my name is associated shall humble themselves and turn from their evil ways. So when we recognize that we have been doing something that is not Hashem's will, that this is not what Hashem wants from us, this is not why we're here, this is not the purpose of my creation, I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, then the first thing is that we should feel humbled and brokenhearted that we have been doing things that we shouldn't be doing. Like in my personal experience, uh, I grew up very ignorant of Torah. We, we were very proud Jews and we were very... Um, very proud and very traditional, but we didn't know a lot of stuff. We, we, I didn't know any of this. So a person that suddenly changes, that decides to do Teshuvah, in my case, it, start, it started by not eating shrimp. Uh, it, was a, it was a moment of fear. I thought I was going to die. And the only thing I could think of was, Hashem, Hashem, I promise you I'm not going to eat a shrimp again in my whole life. The moment I made this promise, I was not remorseful for eating shrimp because I didn't even understand the consequences of eating shrimp. But I had a certain feeling and a certain understanding that this is something God doesn't want me to do. He doesn't want me to eat this stuff. And I, as a Jew, I shouldn't be eating it. So in my level, that was my, 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 um, my humbleness and my brokenheartedness, that I knew I was not doing something I should do. So everybody in their own level, uh, a rabbi that needs to do teshuvah because he did a, a, a sin, is in a much higher uh, cause-consequence situation than a person that is ignorant. So each person is in their own level. They don't measure us all the same way. Each person is measured according to their level. So it's a fair thing. So the third thing he's saying here is he should change his attire and finery and exhibit signs of remorse in his speech, eating habits, and every motion, as it says in Yermiyahu. For this gird you with sackcloth, lament, and, and wail. Let man and beast be covered with sackcloth. So this is an allegory, really. It's not something that we're, if we did a, a sin, we're going to go and wear sackcloth and, and walk around the street. We're not going to do this. But what it means is, in a, in a spiritual sense, our actions are parts of our garments of our soul. This is uh, Rabbi, the, the Rebbe, the Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, Rabbi Schneer Salman of Yad in his Tanya, he explains it, it's uh, the Zohar that we have garments of the soul, which are thought, speech, and action. So the way that we think, the way we speak, and the way we behave is just a dress that is dressing the soul. And these are things that are interchangeable. You can change them. So a person can, can think 
today in one way and tomorrow when he learns Torah and he realizes his thought, his thought process is not a right thought process, he can change it in one second. So uh, in reality, uh, we read, for example, in the story of, 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 of Purim, that when the Jewish people were going to be killed, and we're right now in the same situation, but Mordechai wore sackcloth in the street. He put this garment on, and it's a garment that denotes humility and like contrition of the heart, and like he feels bad with God for the Jewish people are not behaving the way they should be behaving. And it's a way of showing Hashem, you know what, I'm sorry that we did this, I, we feel that we did wrong. So then the fourth one, it says, through tears, lamentations, and mourning, he should express his remorse for past sin, as it says, my eyes shed streams of water because they did not keep your Torah. This is in Tehillim 119. And um, in Yoel, it says, let the Kohanim, God's servants, weep between the porch and the altar. So yes, when we recognize that we have erred, that we have been doing something that is not connecting us to Hashem, we should be devastated. Because in reality, everything we do that goes against Hashem's will takes us farther away from God. And so when we recognize that doing things that are not in tune with Hashem's will disconnect us from Him, takes us away from Him, then we should be devastated. It's like like you have this person that loves you and takes care of you and you don't rec you, you, you're far away from them. You don't, you don't recognize it. And so imagine you have a person that's been taking care of you your whole life. It's looking after you, making sure that you have where to eat, what to eat, what to wear, where to sleep, a job, a family. He's doing everything for you. And suddenly you realize that you have never ever written him a thank you note. You've been really not grateful. So when you realize this, you should be. Uh, your heart should be, you know, like a, like a raisin. And so he should reprove and shame himself inwardly for having been deficient in his duty towards the Creator. Uh, personally, when I made my home kosher, uh, my, my, my Balshuva life has been... Um, step by step, it, had, it took a long time, uh, and I'm still a Balshuva, I'm still doing Teshuva, but I felt like my whole life was not going to be enough to, to show Hashem how much I love Him. Like, I missed out on so many years, and I think this is a, something that Balshuvas feel, people that return uh, in their later years in life, not people that are born into a religious home and, and have all this in their lives and they've been keeping Shabbat and kosher and all these mitzvot all their lives, but a person that has missed on them, that has for 30 years not eaten kosher, not kept a Shabbat, and suddenly they come into this world and they realize how much they have missed, then there's this feeling of deficiency, of I don't know, I, all my life is not going to be enough to be able to make up for the years I, I didn't keep this, this mitzvot. So, so this is what I'm going to leave it at here. These are thoughts that are really, uh, although they seem to be very...
practical and very simplistic, the way that Rabbi Pakuda expresses himself. In reality, they're very deep thoughts. They're very deep um, connectors to Hashem. So in our, on our journey to connect to God and to refine ourselves and to be able to be the people that we are supposed to be, the people who we really are, because most of us live a lie. We, we're living a lie. We, we're not living with our true selves. We're, lo- we're living with our false selves. And the Jew, the nature of a Jew, is to eat kosher and keep Shabbat and dress modestly and give selaka and honor their parents and not be jealous of other people and not have envy and be kind. This is the nature of a Jew. So when a Jew is not living up to this, he's really not living who he really is. He's living a lie. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Thank you.